0: Welcome to A to Z Podcast, which is Adrian and Chloe. We're the best of friends and have been for the last 22 years with a zest for life. We're
1: here to entertain, provoke thoughts and discuss topical topics.
0: We aim to bring a balance of fun, entertainment and serious topics.
1: We also want to create discussion outside of the podcast. Topics that you can discuss, share, agree and disagree with your friends and family.
0: And don't forget to look out for our In Conversation episodes with guests. Enjoy! Enjoy!
1: Hi, this is just to let you know that we're covering some sensitive topics today within the podcast um, surrounding bereavement, so it may be a trigger for some people. That said, it's really informative, interesting, and hopefully you'll find it enjoyable. Thank you, hope you enjoy listening. You right.
0: Yes, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Hasn't the weather been odd today?
1: Has it been odd with you? Um, yeah, it really, really rained this morning. Hail!
0: hail this afternoon
1: oh no i haven't seen any hail my so, washing's
0: out on the line at the moment so it's all good now so apparently we're gonna have a heat wave next week up to 25 degrees whoop, you heard whoop, it it's
1: my dad's heard... 70th next week
0: Ah, oh, happy birthday dad oh. um and then the following week is going to be very very cold and we could have snow yeah I'm not sure I want both of those. I'll have the hot bit, not the cold bit. If, if it gets right. to 25.6 degrees, that was the record that was uh, in the UK at this time of year in 1968.
1: I thought you'd like to know that. Oh, factoids all over the place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on it today. It's
0: because I'm on holiday. It's because I'm on holiday next week. Well, so oh, that's why the
1: sun's shining. We're going, not... so we're nice.
0: <laughs> Funnily enough, no. <laughs> But I'm having time, ta- I'm properly having time off work, so. Oh, good boy, Which I think is that. really important to do in these times when you're at home, because you just think you're on, no, I don't think I'm on permanent holiday, I'm actually working at home. But...
1: <laughs>
0: oh, Adrian, what a whole working. ridiculous.
1: Permanently working's what you mean, not that's the other I, way. That's, that's the I mean. one. That's the one. So mm. today, um, we have got a guest. We and have. we, uh, she's. A lovely lady called Claire from Cruise um, Bereavement so we've had a we have gonna have a little chat with her mm. and then um, but I thought it was important that we sort of discuss why we've decided to speak to her so firstly when we spoke previously about your mum's passing mm. um, obviously we touched on grief and everything and we had quite a few comments didn't we about yeah, we from did. people saying actually it's quite a nice hear people talking about that mm. but we don't think we're experts in any subject but not. particularly not this
0: subject we are definitely generalists I would suggest
1: <laughs> yeah yes it Specialists in none oh. um so we thought it was important <laughs> to have uh somebody professional yeah who has a bit better knowledge than us to come mm. along mm. um and you previously worked with crews for a little bit didn't you I did so
0: I was a bereavement volunteer and I think Claire will talk about they not counsellors um so yeah I did a it was a 13 week training, like a day a week, for 13 weeks training. Um, and I uh, volunteered for them because they run on volunteers uh, for about three years. And it was probably one of the most rewarding things I've ever done, I think. Um, yeah. I was always quite amazed at how open people are when with strangers, but I think yeah. it's, it's that, and I'm sure Claire will talk about it so I won't take too much away, but it is that non, no connection to tell yeah. people everything that's on your mind at a time that is most difficult so yeah, yeah I so um and as a result of that as you know I'm doing a yeah. very long run I don't know what you're talking about it's very small so, <laughs> small so if you troll. don't know <laughs> if, if you don't know where have you been because I talk about it constantly it's my life uh I'm running 250 kilometers uh over five days in how many miles is that Oh, about 160 miles. Don't say it, miles, because then it's real. Because <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going... 60 miles a day? <laughs> so it's uh, basically five marathons back to back over five days in Jordan, in the desert, in about 35 degree heat. So that's why I'm training and running a lot. And yes.
1: I had thought whether I oh, would to... You be good with it, didn't you?
0: Yeah, so I'm, I'm raising money for a uh, cruise. And specifically, I've asked that the money goes to... Uh, the Devon branch which is based in Exeter so you know the money that people have uh you know I'm really grateful I'm up to about 1200 pounds already only plan to do a few hundred so it's amazing please feel you can give um (laughs) that will go to supporting uh people in Devon which for me is like really important and I know the great work that they do um to support people who have lost people
1: yeah so I think it's I think it all ties in and makes it makes yeah. sense why we're talking to Claire um so let's do the talk with Claire
0: let's get talking with Claire so we're welcoming uh, Claire from Extra Cruise hi Claire hello thank hello. you thank you so much for joining us today we've been nervous but anticipatedly excited about you joining us today and um mm-hmm. as we've already described you know Cruise is a really important charity to to me um, and we we wanted to kind of talk to you a little bit about it. So I think Zoe's going to get our conversation started today. Yes.
1: So hi, Claire. Uh, hi. So just going through, so can you just give us a bit of information about cruise and its history? Yes. Well, it was started in the 60s by the wife of a GP in
2: Richmond. And I think it was intended for war widows, because as you can imagine, they were uh, lots of war widows. Yeah. Hmm. But over the years, their little office, as with all these organizations, Samaritans, everybody, it starts off around a kitchen table and it gets bigger and bigger. And they expanded it to being for all all sorts of bereavements. Mm. So, you know, loss of a child, loss of of a sibling. And it's grown and grown. And it developed into branches. So we have branches (laughs) all over the country um, with little committees and We train people and we call them BVs. We're not counsellors. We're we're, uh, we're called bereavement volunteers. Yeah. So we just deal with bereavement. Although a lot of people are counsellors and a lot of people go on counselling courses and they come to cruise to do their hours. Yeah. Okay. They have to do that. And then some of them stay with cruise when they're qualified. Some of them don't. But we are quite useful because we provide that service for people Mm. and it's free, people come to us, we ask for a donation at the end, but often we don't get one. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, but it is free and um, it's all run by volunteers, Uh, but that will be changing in September because we're going to become a hub. And more paid people, I think it'll be on a more professional basis. Up to now it's been mainly older and retired people and people on counselling courses. And yeah. I think it is going to change, but that's the way of all things. I think everything's got, you know, becoming more professionalized yeah. and,
0: and
2: developing,
0: um, yeah. And, and maybe a good thing. And yeah. how long how long have you been a volunteer, Claire?
2: I trained in 2010 because I was I was coming up to retirement, coming up to 60. I'm 70 now. Oh. I wanted to do Cruise and Samaritans because I thought they were both such good organizations. And I trained for both. And I found the training was almost exactly the same. Oh, really? Wow. Because it's basically listening. I think I learned more on those courses than any of the therapy courses I'd done before, because it was a very basic message. very basic message. You listen. Mm. You don't give advice, because people won't take it anyway. You (laughs) don't say what your experience was, and I know how you feel. Mm. Yeah. You don't, well, there are certain rules with Samaritans of the same with crews. You can be a bit freer with crews because that because you see the person more than once, but some, uh, with Samaritans it's just one phone call.
0: Yeah. So it's yeah.
2: very strict. The main thing is you listen to somebody and in verbalizing what they're feeling, they it's easier for them to cope with and they find their own way forward mm-hmm. without giving them any advice. You can ask open questions and say have you thought about this and this and that and you do find that most people open up and actually need to talk about things mm. and all you need to do is be there and listen and sometimes they'll say oh thank you for your advice and you haven't given any advice <laughs> <laughs> if, if you help them yeah. and that's yeah that happens. um so not- that's what you do
0: so yeah. I and I, um, as I mentioned uh, in the in the lead up, you know I I did I was a volunteer with mm-hmm. um, Cruise Leicester for three years, and mm-hmm. that listening bit, you know, is really hard when you first start, isn't it? To because yeah. you want to help because the type of person that you are, you're you're doing this for, yeah. Uh, yeah. you're a you person who wants to help somebody, but it's really hard when you what you got to do is just be quiet, and you sometimes you silence.
2: Oh problem you can't solve the problem no. and uh with bereavement there is no solution
1: it's no. happened no, that's true so
2: yeah. about accepting it somehow finding a way to accept it which mm. takes a long time and your whole life is completely upside down mm. so people who've lost somebody very dear to them they describe it like a bomb is hit in the blitz mm. and everything is in ruins and somehow you've got to put the bits back together and if you're talking to someone who's 85 mm. what do you say mm. you know do you, do you enjoy a walking group go and join a book group <laughs> go and do the bingo i mean mm. it doesn't really work so all you could do is talk about the person who's died very important to talk about the person who's died yeah. think about all the good things that have happened the happy lives you've had which is difficult if it hasn't been happy that's a different matter mm. But it's more straightforward if it's happy and the new theories of grief are those of continuing bonds which means you don't just move on and leave the person behind but you carry that person with you so mm. adrian might be able to understand this now um if it's been somebody very important to you like a mother or a child or a partner who's been so central to your life you can't leave them behind and i remember on a course i was on they talked about the fried egg theory Oh. which is when you're in the yoke of the egg, you're in the worst of the grief. Mm. And Someone was told in New Zealand by a therapist, you've got to move on. And she said, I don't want to move on. I don't want to leave my child behind. Mm. So the therapist came up with this idea that you can be in the yoke and gradually you build a white on the outside and you spend more time in the white, but the yoke doesn't get any smaller. Uh-huh. And you can go back to whenever you want to because there'll That's be triggers good, that- the first year or two. yeah you go into a supermarket and you see things that your loved one liked or mm. you hear music and it, it triggers you and you're right back to square one so uh, it takes a
0: long time I but, think that bit you touched on uh, I said ser- I certainly felt this and I, I think the diff- difficulty had the challenge for me has been I know a lot of what you're saying because I've I've done the training yeah, of <laughs> but but when it's you and it's <laughs> your all of that goes out the window doesn't it because yeah. I you know and I think the bit that people struggle with and I struggle with is it's almost like you have the funeral yeah, and it's all over for everybody else. But ev- yeah. every day I miss my mum yeah. and every day she's around me in everything I do. And I'm, you know, I am like her. Um, yeah. That's really hard for people. And, you know, you feel quite isolated that people don't talk about her anymore. They um, don't
2: like it. If you've lost yeah. a child and your friends have all got children the same age, they go on talking about their children and they tend to forget that you've lost yours. And that's quite difficult to deal with. And sometimes other people can be very unthinking. Mm. Either they avoid you altogether because they don't know what to say, or they say something that hurts you. Mm. And you're very sensitive when you've been bereaved. So if somebody's negative to you or nasty to you or thoughtless, it goes right in. You've got no defences when you're bereaved. Mm. It's like a toddler again. You go right back to being very um, very vulnerable
0: yes you build
2: up your strength and you need people to help you and i remember somebody saying to me it's a journey you go on by yourself like you said Adrian
0: mm. but
2: sometimes you're lucky enough to have people who can carry the luggage
0: i oh, love that's that well nice. my, my that's Zoe, my nice. Zoe, i like that my zoe's been very good at carrying my luggage i have to yes. say. Just, you know and you're right you need sometimes you just want to talk about it and that's yeah. where cruise is fantastic because for those people who have families who either can't do that because they're too close to it, or some yeah. people don't, don't have anybody, you know, they might be older, vulnerable, housebound, they don't have anybody else and they might have lost their carer or whatever it might be. So, yeah. No,
2: I've had some very tragic cases that I've heard about and your heart goes out to them and they're probably suicidal, you mm. know, and you really hunt for something to say and quite often there isn't much to say and you just don't know which way to go but you know that by talking to them
0: it's giving Some them peace yeah mm. so I we I guess leading from that then is yeah. you know what can we we'll, we'll kind of come back around our questions it's but this yeah. one about what can people you know people that are listening you know yes. we've all experienced either our own grief or you know a friend or you know what what can people do what's your advice for people in terms of supporting people who've lost somebody yeah so what's helpful um, not helpful
1: what's helpful
2: well uh, when I lost my daughter I found that the, some of the people were able to come on the journey with me because losing a child is so different mm. and they were very they just knew what to do instinctively and they were just there for me, and I knew they were, and that was wonderful. But advice is really just being there. Don't avoid them. Um, try and just be a companion. They may not want to talk in depth. Mm. You just want someone to go for a walk with or just to be there. And you can give food and all that sort of practical help as well. Mm. Um, the important thing is not to ignore them mm. and not to worry if they get upset some people are terrified oh I didn't want to upset you oh dear oh dear
1: mm. and yeah. of course
2: they couldn't be more upset than they are and it's good just to admit I am very upset i have been mm. crying all day or I'm very angry or I... Ugh. and they just need people there to accept them as they are which obviously is what Zoe did for you Adrian.
0: yeah and those things are normal aren't they Claire I think I think people say, I can't stop crying or I, I feel hopeless or I feel empty or I feel it's lost It's a release, off. isn't it? But that is how it is. And I think acknowledging the fact that that's fine. If you want to cry all day and I'll hold your hand while you cry all day. Yeah. And yeah. and maybe as the days go on, you won't cry as much, but you might. And actually, yeah. that's fine. Yes,
2: yes, yeah. it is. It's true. true. Yeah. So it's just being there, I think, and not not saying things like, I'm sure not many people say it, but it's God's will. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. or,
2: well, you. Uh, but you've got another child, or you could have another baby, or trying to solve the problem. They're trying to make it better, but they're just digging a hole. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um,
2: try not to say anything that you think will comfort them because it probably won't, won't. no
1: I think <laughs> what you've said say, to, before is key really it's the it's the listening and and not yeah. trying to to provide the solutions, solutions. Be, yeah. being there go walking listening yeah. people All have said things, people say it? quite often
0: have said to me you know she, she's in a better place or well she's mm-hmm. not because I want her here I don't want her to be in that other place or um <laughs> you know you wouldn't have wanted her to, to suffer or wish she wasn't suffering so you know there's all those kind of things that they, they're trying to be helpful but actually it just makes me really angry well um, it does yeah. and this
2: the problem for bereaved people um is you don't want to lose your friends because you need them mm. and that's why people don't want to use their friends up because mm. they need their friends in their family Mm-hmm. And they need those relationships, so they don't want to put those under pressure, and they don't want to lose their friends. But quite often, the bereaved person's got to work quite hard to keep, you know, to keep the relationships going. On top of mm-hmm. everything else, yeah, you have to look after all the people around you and try and appear normal if you can. And sometimes you've got to put on a face,
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, um, and because you need those friends, and even if they're not very good at empathy and not very good at listening. They might be good for other things, you know. Yes. So yeah. You and keep your yeah. friends. If, on the other hand, you decide a friend has been so awful that you don't want to see him again, <laughs> that's a decision you make. And sometimes people say, well, I was very surprised there were people who I didn't think would be helpful who were, and the people I thought would be helpful weren't.
1: <laughs> oh, that is true, isn't yeah, it so, is. Th- so, thinking about Cruise, so what work does Cruise do to support? People. well we
2: offer these six sessions um it used to be unlimited but now it's only six and in those six sessions by the middle of them by session three you start turning towards the future if you can and thinking yeah you know so in the first three you get the history and you get the feelings and you get everything and then because you've only really got six sessions you need to start thinking about things they can do and if they've got a plan or how they think they can keep going what's going to help them who's going to help them so they've got something by the end that they can take away yeah so you're just gently um you're listening and you're you're guiding in a very subtle way towards the end and then you'd say well you know it's our next session uh, it's our last session next week keep yeah. warning coming up because some people would like to have lots of sessions but then they might get dependent on it and yeah. that they find their own way through mm. that's why yeah. we don't have unlimited sessions but in the case of suicide and losing a child we will talk to our supervisors and we may be able to offer more sessions because those are really a very serious or, you know, road deaths with drunken drivers and this sort of thing. Yes,
1: and unusual. Yes. In, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But With
2: normal bereavement, uh, if there is a normal bereavement, um, six sessions, which could be spaced over several uh, weeks or months, depending on how the person wants them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. a lot happens between sessions they go away and they think about it and they do the work themselves Mm. and you're just there to help them and you know
1: facilitate it yeah yeah that's it yeah yeah
0: and so you know unless you've experienced loss um you know it's difficult to know what it can be like and i think maybe that's why people are scared about talking about it i don't I, i don't know but what what from your opinion are know what what does grief feel like for people and what you know what does it do to you in terms of mentally physically from your experience
2: well sometimes people don't eat very well or they they neglect themselves because they don't care. Mm. They lose all sense of purpose. What made sense to them before doesn't make sense anymore. Sometimes people will change their job, where they live, their lifestyle, get involved in fundraising for causes. Um, Their personality sort of changes. Mm. Yeah. date it's before and after that date is a completely different person or they have to rebuild their personality and it's rebuilding their life in a different way and that's what we try and help them with um because it's like a bomb is dropped for some people mm. they cannot see yeah. a forward
1: mm. no
2: um, and that's very difficult for people
1: yeah so how do people um benefit or make contact with crews how, how what's the best way for them to sort of contact well, you I've got phone
2: numbers, I've got the national helpline, which will probably pass you on to the Devon helpline, which I do, there's four of us on the helpline. Um, I can give you the number of the Devon helpline, is that helpful? Lovely. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Yeah, would be lovely. Okay. 0300-330-5466. Lovely. lovely. And if you want to just ring the national helpline, that's 0800-028-8840. That's
0: lovely. We will put those on our social media channels once we uh, share.
2: That's right. So so somebody rings up and we have a long talk. Sometimes that's all that's needed. Hmm. Um, And if they want to see us, then we take their details and we contact them for their six sessions.
0: Yeah, and brilliant. what uh, j- just why you know this is great to, uh, thank you so much and we're i'm sorry to hear about your own personal loss but i don't think that's uncommon for people that no, volunteer to to it because yeah because they've had their own grief
2: that's yes, right yeah
0: um but you know you talk about it really well and thank you but wh- why do you think it is still such a taboo subject talking about death and grieving because i think it is quite feared isn't it almost
2: well, I think it's much better now. There's things like death cafes. Have you heard of those? Oh, no, death? no. Ooh, oh, that's where people <laughs> talk about their death. Um, wow. There was one in Exeter for a while, but they, they couldn't find anywhere to meet. <laughs> but oh. um, that's very popular. Um, you can look those up.
0: So, is that um, when groups of people go and talk about grief, or or
2: just they just meet up and talk about their death, and um, their own people death people, yes oh wow their own death to be wow um i mean my mother-in-law just died this week on monday she was sorry oh, i'm sorry 98.
0: to, I'm sorry oh, to hear
2: that it was 98 it was had a good in- yeah. but it was a beautiful peaceful
0: death
2: <laughs> a good death she had her two sons holding her hand her two cats in her own home with excellent carers well wow. she she eating then she stopped drinking then she stopped talking then she stopped breathing mm. nature just it no illness no drugs and it was a very good death mm. yeah Basically death is obviously well we know what that is horrible yeah. whatever is. yeah that is a good natural death which i think we would all, we yeah. Would all yeah.
1: yeah so
2: maybe in the death cafes they talk about wow. how they would for death
1: and funerals and <laughs> I yeah. think I think that's a really good thing because I think people to get really caught up on I, I remember younger people getting caught up on oh, I'm going to die at some point well we're all going to die at some point but it's it's having that thought process and being able to process that in your head I know that um I I I, I've been, I've set my own little death cafe up in my head. So I've <laughs> at times I've I've thought about oh well I would like to have this and I mm. think you know there are steps during your life. So when you have children and stuff, you mm. think well I ought to be more responsible now if, if what was going to happen if something happened to me, what would I do? Mm. So I think there are points in your life where actually it's beneficial to sort of have that stop and.
0: I've I've written my plan down. So I I've written. <laughs> I've written what songs I want, what music I want, what I do want, what I don't want. I've, I He's don't not a written... control freak at all. And people, <laughs> I don't really tell me, I don't think I've even told Zoe that, if I'm honest. But for me, I'm not fearful of it because I've lost both of my parents. Um, I, I have experienced grief and death and illness myself. Like, you know, we talked about it, Claire. So I, but I think for a lot of people, that's a bit of a shock. And I think maybe uh, because we can't ask anybody who's died what it's like it's that fear of not knowing and therefore Mm. it's like oh we shouldn't talk about it because it's really uncomfortable but it Mm. it is a a given in life it will happen so yes I'm a control freak so I want to I want to know that it's done the way I want it to be done I don't want it to be a shambles I don't mind saying that
2: no (laughs) but what is very sad is when young people die and I was talking to girl's mother died at only 42 and she was only. 13 wow. and she was a wonderful mother and she died at 42 yeah. and that's much too young if people die uh, and that years, creates
0: anger doesn't it
2: that's very tragic yes yes and, and I have come across quite a lot of young people who have lost their parents much too young mm. and none of their friends have lost their parents no can't talk to their parents about their friends about it because they they haven't lost their parents no that is very sad and obviously 98 is fine (laughs) (laughs) that's fine but 42 it's very young isn't
0: it yeah I think um the bit for me as well was I, I, I not having either of my parents was a bigger Issue for me than I realized because I said and I said. Remember saying to my brother, "Am I an orphan now at forty-seven, or am I too old to be an orphan?" You know, it's still a big deal in your life when you when your parents aren't here anymore. So you know, I think regardless of age, it and everybody's experience of it is different, isn't it? It's a very personal thing for sure. Yeah. Well, Claire, thank you so much for joining us. It's been it has been a pleasure, and you've been wonderful, and you've you've okay. spoke really. Um, well and yeah mm. so thank you very much and okay. I'm even more determined now to raise lots of money for Exeter and I okay. hope very uh, grateful. your absolute pleasure it's a pleasure and thank you for talking to us today thank okay. you
2: okay okay bye-bye then
0: bye well that was very lovely talking to Claire that was wasn't she a lovely lady
1: she really lovely really and she's very reassuring very Um, obviously very knowledgeable but also um, very calm she she was calm but she wasn't you know sometimes you have have a perception of how somebody would be very monotone and Mm. to do that calming but actually she wasn't like that was she she was no she's really approachable and yeah she was I think
0: quite honest about yeah open and honest not in a kind of you know and I think that's I hope she's been doing it for a while isn't she so she has
1: comfortable in their role which is great
0: my experience uh is that quite a lot of people that do work with crews as volunteers have experienced their own um loss and i think uh, you can't volunteer with them for like i think it's a two-year window after you've lost somebody because obviously it's very raw and the last thing they would want is you having a conversation with somebody and bringing your own grief into the room because that's absolutely not not right no Well, it's not relevant um yeah. and each each kind of situation is different and she my, said that didn't she she did my my first I never forget my first um client that I saw had lost a child and I felt very ill equipped to support yeah. somebody through what you know you just cannot imagine but it was one of the most amazing rewarding times in my life yeah uh, and I, and it's very difficult to describe that so I just think they are phenomenal people. Yeah. Um, well,
1: hopefully everybody found that interesting yeah. and not too. Hopefully, it didn't make anybody sad or too sad. I no. think because the idea was it's to sort of inform, Form. give you a bit more inf- information. And we've learned um, about
0: death cafes. I mean, who knew that was a thing? I
1: know. I've googled it as well. There's there's a lot of it around, you know.
0: Well, I think that's really healthy because, and we yeah. we, we, we should, all over the world they are. Hmm we've had a little conversation that we didn't know about stuff that we're both planful about it, but we don't really talk about it, but we have now.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think it should be, as, as I said, you know, it's something that unfortunately will happen to all of us at some point. Yeah. Um. So actually, why are we so, why is it so to be, we need to get those conversations going. So if you're at home and you have maybe haven't had that conversation or thought about it, maybe have a conversation, but do it in a, in yeah. a lighthearted, do it when there's no, no reason to do it I think quite often people think oh I'm unwell we probably ought to have that conversation rather than Mm. okay well everything's fine actually at the moment sun shining grass green yeah actually whilst I think about it on my to-do list let's just cover that off I think it's it should be that type of conversation rather than a I
0: agree
1: right let's sit down and have this
0: we're gonna have this big
1: conversation have this
0: conversation I I um I, I'm probably aware that there may be people who've listened and is it stirs things up, but it absolutely, yeah, absolutely does. So we would encourage you to talk to somebody and, yeah. you know, engage with us. And you us didn't find you it to. easy. No, You've... I didn't. I didn't. No. I think, um, you know, and I am the master of saying I'm fine, I'm fine. But this bit around when you lose somebody, it never leaves your mind ever. No, And it's always there like every day it's there. So it's things like, you know people message me on Mother's Day which is very kind of people to do um but it doesn't feel any different Mother's Day than today or and yesterday, yesterday. No, no because it's it's still there and you know she talked about just offering to talk and listening is really important isn't it
1: yeah for sure yeah um yeah and
0: can I, I just want to say uh publicly you know, wonder what's coming yes. now don't you
1: I know um, uh...
0: you, you were amazing to me when my mum died and oh. it was a you know, it was a shock, although it wasn't a shock and all of that stuff. And you I remember you just sat and held my hand and let me cry and blubber about the music that I was we were going to play at the funeral, which I was absolutely obsessed about.
1: I did actually cry with you. At the end. <laughs> yeah, you did,
0: but but you did let me make a mess yeah. of myself and let me talk yeah. about anything and it was incoherent. Um that's
1: what friends are for, isn't it? I know,
0: but um that's I shall always remember that. Thank oh, you.
1: Thank you. Well, it's five years ago this week that my nana passed away. So ah. it's quite quite relevant to me. So I've got my nana's ring on today. So, um, yeah, so I knew it was going to be one that was like, oh, yeah. timing. Interesting. I think so, those, yeah.
0: those, when we talk about triggers, there will be people, I'm sure, that are listening that have felt that. And it's yeah, fine. Sure. We do have those moments, don't we, when it kind yeah. of, I, I, you know, some days I just wake up and I, I go, I can't believe that happened or. no. But then
1: we move forward, don't we? Yeah. Whether we want to or not, it's the uh, process of... I think it the and a bit that she time. was saying
0: is that we, will, we all will move forward, but we will we'll do it at different times oh, in different ways. I like ways. the egg
1: thing that she said.
0: Oh, yeah. The other one that I've heard is people talking about grief comes in waves. Yeah. And, and at the beginning, the waves are big and dramatic. You know, the ups and the downs are really high and low. And then yeah. eventually over time, you still have the waves, but actually the, the ripple effect so it, it, it's like when you've dropped something in the ocean it it kind of the water explodes. Yeah. but over time it gradually you still feel it but actually those extremes are lessened over time yeah
1: it's funny isn't but it? but you
0: never forget you never move on ever um no. but it's just being mindful I, I thought it was great and yeah again if you feel like you would uh, wish to donate <laughs> shame, <laughs> shame, shameful plug The the details will be in social media, or um, you can look at them in my bio on Instagram or Facebook.
1: Yeah, just this is a picture of my Nana. Oh, and me.
0: Where's you and Gabrielle?
1: I'm the tall one. Oh, that's Gabrielle. Oh, you're so so beautiful. I know, no glasses. Look at that. Hmm. um, I was Nana's girl. I was Nana's girl. So yeah, but um, yeah, we lose people, don't we? Grandparents and stuff. So yes. I think it's good to remember them and good to hold them close in your heart.
0: So I think the other bit. Sorry, I know we're coming to the end now, but I also um, think um, pets. I think don't don't underestimate. And I know my my girls have experienced this sadly of late. But don't underestimate losing pets.
1: No, for sure, Uh, for sure.
0: And especially when you're not, you know this because you've experienced it sadly as well, haven't you? Yeah. Um, And if you're not an animal lover you know it's a big thing for people to lose pets so
1: yeah don't miss don't uh misjudge the situation no listen i think that's the moral of the story from claire i think that's the thing that we should all take from it is to to listen and to hone your listening skills sometimes Mm. uh you know
0: and really listen
1: yeah 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 it's good
0: very good well well there you go
1: well back to nonsense next week
0: more of our nonsense (laughs) next week And thank you for listening. See you soon. Bye. Bye.